has been paid for by the New World Order. Listen up, you blind slap nut. If I can be serious for a minute. This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. The real reason I came here tonight is because we are live! We flex on Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all the ages, it's Thursday. That means it's time for some Flex Network Wrestling Weekend Review Show here on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. What a week we've had. Man, coming off of full gear this week. And that was you know, that was a damn good pay-per-view. You had full uh you had New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh power struggle this weekend. That was insane. We have a lot of things coming up uh for you know January some matches already made for January for New Japan and that's going to be just too Sweet. man just a lot of great things have been coming up we have have more match you know more things coming up on the horizon we had raw we had smackdown nxt dynamite Survivor Series is on the way in 10 days. Let's get into it. Let's get into what went down this week on the shows. Uh, quick little news report on like what's been going on backstage and everything for everybody out there who's you know curious. Um, couple things. Uh WWE, uh, Monday, they had released about 10 to 15 people. Uh, again, another round of releases, uh, mostly behind the scenes, uh, staff members and uh, logistical talent was released. I mean, uh, one of them was WWE ring announcer Tony Chimmel, as he is now uh, released. From WWE, as uh, he was doing backstage stuff, so uh, not really a much of an impact as much, but it was just more behind the scenes uh, personnel that was released on uh, this round of uh, cuts. So unfortunately, sucks for them. Um, Tuesday, we had AEW games announce big, you know, coming out with some big announcements uh, with. Three games on the way. And I'm counting them. One, a two, and a three. Three games. They have a console game coming up uh, for both the current and the next gen. And they're also, it's also in development. Uh, and then they have two mobile games. Uh, one is going to be Elite General Manager. 
And then a casino, a double or nothing. That is going to look so, you know, these games I can't wait for. Uh, and, you know, their console game, they're, you know, working with uh, Ukes. Uh, you guys should know that name if you are an N64 uh, wrestling buff, as this is the company that made WWE games for nearly 20 years. You know, you're talking SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth. You're talking SmackDown, Know Your Role, uh, the WWE, uh, SmackDown games, uh, all the, you know, literally, No Mercy. Guys, this is just like the, the company that made WWE games. And not only that, um, the director of WWF No Mercy and another, you know, a similar game called Virtual Wrestler uh, is helping the AEW with developing their games. Uh, Mr. Hiduku, uh, it's basically Gita. Uh, he's joining their team to make their games. And dude, the guy that made No Mercy, what, you know, the director, the, that game is just so legendary to say the least. Like, it is one of my favorite games of all time for wrestling. I mean, I still have it to this day. I still have my N64. And God, I remember just getting it Christmas day and it was freaking awesome. I literally was like, can we go home? I want to go home right now. I was like, I want to play this game right now. I want to pop it in the cartridge. I want to just, just sit there and play. It was freaking awesome. And I love that game ever since. It's one of my favorites. It's one of the games I will never get rid of. If it somehow breaks for some reason, I will find another one. But yeah, that is you know that is just too awesome for these guys. Um, and yeah, I mean the company that's made or that is now working with AEW to make their games. Uh, this is the game that you know this was the company that was making WWE games before they had switched over to the 2K franchise series. And obviously, I think you could see why they're known as the wrestling game company because. They made damn good games with, you know, their engines and everything that they've done. Uh, the 2K, you know, the 2K series has had, of course, this past year, we're not getting a 2K20, or sorry, a 21. We're getting a 22 because 21, or sorry, 2K20 was just bug-ridden. Like, the worst... <laughs> thing you could have ever done especially for wrestling fans uh, is have a game that is bugged out and in this day and age with you know connecting online playing with your buddies you know downloading and you know uh you know creating and putting it up for everyone to share and you have all these bugs to even you know graphic problems to where it's like you're having these bug-eyed like moments or it just doesn't function and play well, that's no bueno. That's no bueno. I mean, that's why, I mean, think about it. If you go to any Walmart, Target, GameStop, Best Buy, you get, and even on the Microsoft Store, even on PlayStation Store, they are selling WWE 2K20 for cheap because it was so bad. Literally. And yes, I was one of the people that bought the 
Ultimate Edition because of you know I've liked the WWE games. I get it every, almost every year. Uh, I figure you know if you know I get you know ex- some extra stuff. I'll get uh, supercar codes and you know some extra gear. And then you know obviously day one there was bugs and like okay you know what I, I looked at it like this day one there's going to be bugs. That happens to, you know, almost in every game, you know, since, you know, in in the now modern era with, you know, discs, downloads, there's going to be some bugs. I get that. But, you know, figure, you know, maybe two, three patches later, like, okay, we got the bugs fixed. The game's playable. And it's, you know, it's a lot better than what it was day one. But not even from day one, or sorry, literally from day one all the way through, no matter how many patches these guys did at 2K, it just was never fixed and it never recovered. So this, you know, literally WWE 2K you know, 20 was just bug ridden and it was a pain in the butt for everybody to play. Still somewhat playable, but it's just too bug ridden. And it was so bad that, you know, WWE was like, you know what? We're not going to have a 2K21 this coming year. That's why we have Battlegrounds right now. And yeah, it's okay. It's a. It's an okay game for, you know, just being a fighter, you know, somewhat of a archaic fighter game style-ish, but it's still wrestling. Um, and it's it's decent. I will give it that. I, I like the game. It's decent. It's one of those, like, you know, I feel like, you know, I'll go through the storyline and I'll play the game. Um, but again, it's... And it's not buggy. It's 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 just a you know an archaic style style video game. Uh, now you know hopefully when we get two K twenty two, this next year, and it's hopefully not as you know it, it's a vast improvement, like literally leaps and bounds improvement over two K twenty edition. It's going to you know it's I hope it's a whole lot better, but yeah. So that was my rant on the whole WWE game and situation, but but I still I'm liking what is coming up uh, for AEW their console game. I'm gonna you know keep it you know guys keep your eyes on that. You know follow these guys on their social media and their YouTube to keep up to date with these guys as it looks very very awesome. Um, and then, of course, there are two mobile games, Elite GM and Casino, Double or Nothing. That one's going to be even more awesome. I uh, can't wait to see when the, you know, especially Casino, Double or Nothing. That one looks like it's, you know, they're, they're saying that it's coming out, you know, soon. So keep your phones on for that and make sure you guys go out and get that. Um, other quick little news. Uh, the Bella Twins have said that they are interested in having one more run uh, left in them for uh, to capture the women's tag team titles. Um, you know what? I have been uh, saying here for weeks, you know, for on past shows that the women's tag team division or even the women's division needs more teams. And you know what? If the Bella Twins want to, they want to come back for one more, 
you know, one more run and uh, hold on to the women's tag team titles, I would be in favor of that. I would love to see the Bella Twins capture the women's tag team titles. I would love to see them, you know, hopefully it's post-COVID. We have fans and they're able to travel and to go to NXT Raw SmackDown. I would love to see the you know the Bella Twins go to all the brands, defend the titles, and to you know get you know women in NXT more airtime. You know, give them you know make a tag make a tag team out of those you know out of the, some women down there in NXT. Have them come up to challenge on Raw. Have them to come up on and challenge on SmackDown. Uh, whichever. You know, once we get out of this COVID situation, once we get out of this and the restrictions and all that seems to just, you know, slowly dissipate and we can get back to normal. That's all I'm saying with that. Uh, but if it's like during this time period, I'm like, no, not I, I would not be interested in seeing them right now. Um, as much as they need it to, to say the least, I mean, you got the tag champs, you got Liv and, you know, Ruby, Riot Squad right there. Uh, shoot, and there, there's not really that many more tag teams left. Uh, and, of course, you know, the travel restrictions and, of course, trying to prevent, you know, outbreaks to go along. So can't go to NXT and have NXT come up here. That's why we're not having Survivor Series with all three brands like we did last year. So, uh, but that's a whole nother rant for another day. Uh, hopefully. You know, they're saying like, well, once we get out of COVID, we'll we'll think about, you know, getting back in the into ring shape and getting back into, you know, give it another go around uh, for the last time. Um, carrying across uh, another name from NXT. Uh, I know that a couple weeks ago I was talking about how he's looking good and, uh, you know, post, you know, there's a post pick of him, you know, just pulling up uh, Scarlet and uh, another female friend. Uh, in a basket, you know, working on his rotator cuff surge after his uh shoulder surgery. But rumor has it he is ready to go and at any time, he's ready to you know to return to NXT at any time. So keep your eyes out on NXT programming because Karrion Cross could be back at, at drop of a hat. And then, of course, the last little bit of news. Um, WWE is looking for a new place to call home for the Thunderdome while they're still in while we're still in COVID and the travel, of course. We can't, you know, they can travel in the places of all that. Um, as the NBA is returning December 22nd, and the Orlando Magic need the Amway Center. And of course, the ECHL uh Orlando what was it? This solar polar bears i believe it was uh they need the arena too for their hockey to obviously they're going to try to get their season back up and going in december so uh wwe has been given a uh an out date by uh december 4th so that gives these guys uh what little under a week three weeks three weeks uh and come friday so three weeks from Friday or tomorrow, three weeks to find, you know, until they're, you know, bye bye. You know, you thanks. Thank you for coming here. And we need the arena now. Um, 
there hasn't really been, you know, a hard look of where, you know, a lot of things, po- you know, poking out and saying, hey, we want to bring the Thunderdome to uh, put, put out. But there has been an idea thrown out that Tropicana Field might be a place to go. Um, yes, the home of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, or sorry, the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, as a the home for the Thunderdome. Uh, it's been, you know, thrown out there as an as an idea while that would be interesting to say the least i mean tropicana field you know it's a baseball stadium but it's uh doesn't have a retractable roof but it's an indoor stadium um i really do not you know i could see um them using tropicana field during the winter time i could see them use doing that i you know having that idea i mean granite It'll probably be frozen cold. It'll be freezing cold. Actually, you know what? No, I can't really say freezing cold because I'm thinking winter and I'm forgetting that's down in Florida still. But Tropicana Field, um, I could very well see, you know, them using that field at, you know, taking, you know, take the grass and the dirt off and everything out. And you got concrete underneath. I could see them, you know, setting up something, you know, as a big spectrum for the Thunderdome, maybe, you know, a whole lot bigger. Or, you know, something a little bit, you know, in a different, you know, feel to it to where uh, they're, you know, maybe using home, you know, the backstop and everything down there where home plate is as, you know, camera point and they have like the LEDs around. But I could see that if it happens, if it, you know, comes to fruition that they're going to move to Tropicana Field for maybe December through February. May maybe even March, depending on what uh, what baseball is going to be doing uh, for the 2021 season. If they're, you know, still going to have a spring training, you know, out in the deserts, you know, out there, you know, not in their home ball field, but out in their spring training facilities, you know, and try to uh, see how long they're going to go for spring training and make the decision: Are we going back to the stadiums for you know how we did this year? Or, you know, it, still a lot of things up in the air with, uh, again, with everything. But, of course, we know that uh, NBA is coming back December 22nd. And the Magic need their, uh, their court, their arena. So, WWE is heading on out at the end, uh, or sorry, the fourth day of December. So, that is the news that is out there right now. Uh, but yeah, let's get into what happened on the shows this week. You know, what was on the TVs, what was on the pay-per-views. So you know how we do this because when it's time for that spoiler. So, you know, we hear the woo. Woo! It's spoiler alert time. So if you have not watched anything, not paid attention to anything, and you don't, and you're trying to rewatch you know, all the all the stuff. Then you might want to skip this part because we're gonna talk about it. So uh, we had full gear. Actually, yeah, let's talk full gear this weekend. What went down at AEW's full gear? Uh, a lot of crazy things happened, man. A lot of 
fun action at Full Gear this past Saturday. Uh, Pre-show on the buy-in, we had the NWA Women's Championship defended. Uh, Serena Dell or Deb defeating Allison Kane by some or Allison. Yeah, Allison K by submission. Uh, it was a good match to kick off the night uh, for the buy-in to get people, you know, uh, opening match for the night uh, before they went over to pay-per-view. Uh, loved it. It was great. Um, and then we had we go straight into the pay-per-view. Okay, guys? Uh, I'm just going to run down the card what I have on here. It's not in any particular order. Uh Kenny Omega, the finals of the AEW World Championship Elimination or Eliminator Tournament. Uh, the final match of the tournament with the winner receiving a future AEW World Title match. We had Kenny Omega, the cleaner, taking on Adam Hangman Page. And this was a knockdown, drag him out fight right here. Uh, lot of back and forth action it was crazy to say the least uh kenny omega picking up the victory over his former tag team partner uh he will receive a world championship opportunity uh and we're going to talk about that when we get to dynamite because we found out the date for that uh title match should be good uh Next match on the docket was Orange Cassidy, the fresh squeezed Orange Cassidy, taking on John Silver. It was a short match, um, you know, under 10 minutes. Uh, it was okay. I, it was okay. Uh, Cassidy picks up the victory. One-on-one uh, -on -one opportunity for Darby Allen for the AEW TNT Championship. Uh, Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes went to town. This was a damn good match for one of the most impressive titles going on right now in AEW. Uh, Darby Allen picking up the victory and beating Cody Rhodes was a damn good match, guys. You need to go and check out that match. It was awesome. Uh, so we have new champ, new TNT champ and Darby Allen, um, women's championship, the world title, the AEW women's title on the line, uh, Haruka Shida taking on Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero in her corner. And they were given a lot of time on this one. Um, and to say the least, it, the, the matches between Nyla Rose and Haruka Shida, they've been good. This one was in the ballpark. It was great in the ballpark for these women. Uh, they pulled out all the stops. Uh, Nyla really wanted the title back, but unfortunately, Haruka Shidik retains the title. Uh, she is still your AEW women's champ. Uh, tag team titles up for grabs. Uh, with the Bucks, the Young Bucks taking on FTR. Uh, Tully Blanchard was banned from ringside. Uh, if the Bucks could not win the tag titles, if they had lost, they would never challenge for the AEW World Tag Team titles ever again. So backs up against the wall. This was the match that they needed. Uh, and lo and behold, you know, it was put out there that someone or that they that the Bucks did not want to challenge for the tag titles until next year. Uh, that was something. Uh, it wasn't. It was put out there, but 
you know, they had said that they didn't really want to challenge until next year, but different, you know, situations have changed. So uh, they get their, they get the title, their one and hope, you know, possibly maybe only opportunity at the tag titles again. Uh, they literally tore the house down, paying tribute to the great tag teams of the past, 3D, uh, LOD, Heart Foundation. They, you know, the Hardy Boys, they were tearing it up. Just so crazy. Uh, the Bucks pulling it out. They are your new world tag team champions. And yeah, that it was it's it's actually nice to finally see the Bucks hold sorry about that. Get the tag team titles. Uh their first tag team titles. I mean, they were supposed to, you know, I thought that they were going to be the first tag team champions of the company, but granted, that one was deemed to uh SCU. Uh I believe it was, if I remember my if I was correct, I want because I know it was, uh, yeah, it was SCU, and then it was uh, the Hangman and uh, Kenny Omega, and then it was uh, FTR, and then the Bucks. So you know, for for the amount of days that they have that this tag team titles has been in uh, flourishing, four champs, and. The longest has been Kenny and Adam Page. I mean, you know, almost two, two hundred, yeah, two hundred twenty days in one reign. They won it at, at Jericho's uh, Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea Part Deuce, the second wave, and that was back at the beginning of this year. So, literally, one on January twenty first. That 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 just seems so long ago. We're in November. It's November 12th, and the Bucks are in, you know, their six-plus day right now as tag team champions. Uh, yeah, it just seems so long ago. Even for the fact that FTR won the tag titles back in September, but a month ago. And they only held them off for 63 days. Uh, SoCal, uh, SCU, 83-day reign. And to say and to say that Omega and Page got the te the longest reign right now at 228 days, I mean, granted, a lot of it, you know, the majority of it was on pause because of COVID, because you know, they were still trying to figure out how we come back, and then of course, they were allowing you know shows to happen again. So it, it just it just doesn't seem like they've held that. We've had the tag the tag titles for that long, but again, we've had them for that long. So, and to see now that the Bucks are going to be the tag champs, and I kind of want to see who's going to step up and challenge the Bucks. Should be good matchups again with the Bucks. Uh, of course, multiple time New Japan uh, Junior Heavyweight or Junior Tag Team Champs, multiple time Heavyweight Champ Tag Team Champs. Just, uh, it's it's going to be fun to see. Uh, next up was the Matt Hardy Sammy Garva matchup in the oh in the elite deletion match at the Hardy Compound, and you want to talk about craziness? Here's your craziness part. Just 
other craziness at the Hardy compound again. If you guys remember TNA's uh, Hardy matchup at the Hardy compound, you know, and everything that they were doing with, uh, oh, shoot. I cannot, you know, I cannot for the love of love of me right now think of the the tag team. I know it was Abyss and Crazy Steve. Uh, I am going to freak, you know, not really. I'm just going to search here. It's literally just going to bother me that I cannot think of the tag team name that it was. Oh, it was Decay. Yeah, Decay. That's what it was. Decay. Uh, they were having, you know, these crazy matchups with the Hardy Bros and just everything that went into it uh, with uh, the broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero. It, like it, that whole thing there at TNA was just crazy. You know, the broken universe. Uh, and I loved it. I mean, yeah, there were some moments of what the hell is going on? But again, just a lot of, you know, it was still great content. But what happened at Full Gear? You know, having fireworks being launched at people uh you know matt and sammy trying to literally attack each other with fireworks you know boom, 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 boom. just it's like crazy and then to see gangrel come out you saw hurricane helms what, like what is going on? I mean, it's just like super crazy. Uh but yeah, I mean in the match itself, I mean granted at the end they were Throwing it back to the last, you know, their last match that they had at, uh, ooh, it was at uh, Double or Nothing. Actually, no, it wasn't Double or Nothing. It was All Out, where they did the Broken Rules match, and they fell off the, the, the or not really fall off. It was more, yeah, they fell off the cherry picker, through the table, Matt hit his head on the concrete. And they kind of threw that back a little bit, but this time Sammy wins it. And, or sorry, Sammy gets the head busted and Matt wins the match. That match, you know, that little part of the match, I, you know, a lot of people did not feel like that w was needed. Because, I mean, yeah, they didn't, it didn't really like, you know, show like it did on at All Out with Matt. You could see him go falling and hit. This time around, they they played to it like he they fell in the you know where he fell. It looked like he did, but he really didn't. We don't know if he really did or didn't. But it was played to like he had hit and went on on the ground. But the way that they did, and a lot of people are again, people didn't like it as much because what happened to Matt at All Out was a serious injury, and the they should have stopped the match. And they should have gotten him, you know, hey, checked out hospital and stuff like that. And even even his wife was, you know, just like pissed off on that. So, yeah, I, I just didn't find that, you know, everyone thought it was 
you know, tasteless and, you know, not worth it. But again, you use moments, you know, in past matches or, you know, some stuff that's happened in the rivalry that kind of, you know, brings it back around to where you fit, you know, you've, you know, somewhat of a payback or even to throw back to where, you know, okay, we had, you know, we had this moment earlier, you know, in the rivalry. Now we're bringing it back full circle. It happened to him and we're going to end it there. And that was, I believe, a, a good idea, you know, good concept. But the way that we got to that point and how it happened was not the best idea. But still, great match all around. Uh, Matt picks up the victory over Sammy Garva in the Elite Deletion match. Ah. Um, next matchup on the docket was the one-on-one matchup between MJF and Chris Jericho, the demigod. Uh, if MJF won, he and Wardlow would be allowed to join the inner circle. And MJF coming out in Chris Jericho fashion, you know, back in the day on, well, not really back in the day, but WWE uh, with the light up jacket and, you know, not kind of had like a little dig there and, you know, it was, it was a good, I mean, he's been playing the best damn heel in the business right now. Uh, best ma- man on the mic, just playing to it. And then, of course, Jericho coming out and everyone uh, singing, you know, Judas was, again, can't beat it. Cannot beat it. And especially once we get, you know, back out of this COVID and we get back to normal where we have tons of people in the stands. And them all singing Judas again. That just gives you chills. But match was great. Uh, MJF picks up the victory. And he is now part of the inner circle, man. Uh, And then main event. I quit match for the AEW World Championship. John Moxley taking on Eddie Kingston. And boy, oh boy, you talk I quit match. Welcome to the show of raising the, the you know, brutality because I quit matches are no joke. This is this is a true knockout, drag him out fight right here. Uh, this was the second longest match of the night <clears throat> behind the Bucks in the world tag team title match. Um, I mean, granted, we don't know how long, you know, there wasn't really a count on how long the elite deletion match went, but, uh, but yeah, Moxley and Kingston nearly killing each other. Barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah. Literally being used as a fist and, you know, Mox choking, trying to choke out Kingston with the barbed wire, uh, got him to say, I quit and be still, retains and is still your world champion uh but that was full gear this past saturday uh it was awesome uh we do know that revolution the next will be the next AEW pay-per-view and that will be in the new year that will be 
February 27th. So we're going to get a good three-month break or three-month uh, build for their next pay-per-view because we got December, we got January, and we got February. So end of the month of February, uh, literally, literally, la the last Saturday of February will be their next PPV. So that was full gear. Um, before we head into Raw, SmackDown, what went down? Otherwise, let's get into some what uh, some stuff that's happening in New Japan World because we had some show. We had a show this past week too. They had a show called Power Struggle, and we had more announcements for Wrestle Kingdom uh, for what's coming up for their next uh, stuff coming up for the month of November through December with World Tag Team League. Best of the Super Juniors and the Super J Cup. So we're going to get into all that right now. Um, okay, again, Power Struggle this past week was their last, was the, I would say, the last real opportunity to get into the main event scene. Uh, just trying, you know, how to get that. But yeah, uh, yeah, let's get that up here. Power struggle this past week. Uh, I think I spelled it, spelled it wrong on here. At least if you're watching this online, uh, you guys should be watching online. Uh, after you've listened to this on podcast, uh, make sure you guys come and watch us again on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. Um, but yeah, so power struggle this past weekend on Saturday, along with uh. AEW Full Gear. Uh, we had the King of Pro Wrestling 2020 trophy matchup. Uh, you know, provisionally wise, because it's not we once it gets to the end of the year, we'll have an official champ and then resets for 2021. But the match itself was a no corner pads match. So that means there were no pads in the corners. So you had steel turnbuckles. If you've seen the turnbuckles every time people take them off at WWE and or AEW shows, you know that it's just a nut that is being connected with the ropes, and it's a it is a hard son of a gun, literally. Uh, and it was Toriyono, the current champ, the or the current unofficial champ, uh, defeating or taking on Zack Sabre Jr. and it was a, it was a good match. I'll give it that. Um, unfortunately for Mr. Zack Saber Jr., he did not win. He won or he lost by countout, so he did not reach back into the ring by the twenty count. Uh, Toriono retains. Uh, he moves on. You know he continues to be the provisional King of Pro Wrestling twenty twenty champion, um, and holds on to that trophy. Looks pretty good. You know, a little guy holding up a major ring. Looks good. Um, Never open weight championship on the line. One-on-one -on -one with uh, Shingo Takajiti defeating Mirimoto Suzuki and becoming the new champion. It was a great match. I mean, the never open weight championship has some great action, guys. Uh, fast pace. Loved it. Um. One-on-one -on -one opportunity, Kujitsuka Okada taking on Great Okan. Uh, 
one-on-one opportunity for uh, Okada to get back at the uh, Empire's uh, betray, you know, formation and how it went down during the G1 tournament uh, with the betrayal uh, with Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, leaving and bashing out his uh, former member of Chaos and bringing in more uh, great Ocon. So, yeah, just a lot of interesting dynamics with this man um okada beats great Ocon by referee stoppage uh for the match so and we found out that after the match of course zach saber jr challenging or sorry it wasn't zach saber jr it was will osprey sorry reverse will osprey leaving chaos Everything okay, but either way, Will Ospreay challenging Coach uh, Okada for night one of Wrestle Kingdom. It will go down one on one. That's going to be very interesting coming up on January fourth. Uh, and then of course we had the two one of or sorry one of the two matches for the right certificates you know aka the briefcase to challenge for champions uh we had the IWGP US championship uh briefcase on the line uh as Kenta defeated or take t- sorry can Kenta defending his right to challenge for the US title against uh Tanahashi the ace uh, and Tanahashi unfortunately loses by disqualification, or sorry, loses by submission. I don't know why I'm reading it the wrong way. Uh, uh, Kenta retains. He is still holder of the U.S. championship briefcase that gives him the right to challenge John Moxley for the title. Uh, probably it will happen at uh, Wrestle Kingdom or somewhere in between. We don't know. It hasn't been officially announced yet. But that went down, and it was a good match. I'll give it that. It was a great match. Almost went 20 minutes. It was a 20-minute match, guys. It was a very fat, you know, great action with these guys. Um, and then, of course, the double main event that happened this past Saturday, uh, the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship writes the briefcase challenge for the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. The G1 tournament winner and, you know, the the prize for winning the G1 tournament, Kota Ibushi defending his right to challenge for the heavyweight and intercontinental championship, the double championship at New Japan Pro Wrestling, at Wrestle Kingdom against Jay White, the Switchblade, the Bullet Club. And for the first time ever, the contract has changed. Literally. It was an awesome match. Uh, Thought that Kota Ibushi was going to retain and make it to uh, Wrestle Kingdom for the second straight year in the, you know, to get an opportunity for the heavyweight title um, like he did last year. 
even though he fell short of that goal, as he, you know, of course we know that it was Taitsuya Naito beating Okada. Uh, yeah, actually, was it Okada? I, God, I keep. You gotta think a lot. You know, you a lot of stuffs happening here. You keep forgetting about what happened. Yeah, Russell Kingdom 14. I swear it was Okada was the Intercontinental. It was no, it was Naito. Naito was the Intercontinental champion. Okada was the heavyweight champion. And then it became Okada versus Naito. That's I knew it was one of those, you know, it was that. I just had to get reversed and change around. But yeah, uh Naito was IC champ last year at uh Wrestle Kingdom, and then it was uh Okada as the heavyweight champion that Coda was challenging for, but he didn't get the job done that night. Uh, lost his heavyweight title opportunity there at Wrestle Kingdom. But this time around at Power Struggle, unfortunately, uh, he is the first ever, first time ever that the G1 champ since 2012 has failed to retain the briefcase, the contract that gives him the right for the, to challenge for the title. So Jay White has got himself a guaranteed IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship opportunity on night two. And then, of course, the main event of the night, the second of the double main event, uh, Taitsuya Naito defeating Evil for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship. This one went 30 minutes, 30 minutes plus. This was a back and forth match. This was something that you knew that they were going to bring because this was uh, literally the pretty much the last opportunity to get into the main event at Wrestle Kingdom to be the world champ, the double champ that we that has been going on for this past year and to have Naito be the, the double champ going into Wrestle Kingdom a year, almost a year later. Uh, well, once we get to Wrestle Kingdom, it will be a year later. And only losing the title once, and that was to Evil. So this, you know, of course, was important. And he, you know, he retained his title. Uh, and yeah. He retained the w the double champ, uh, got you know even actually I want yeah he pretty much evened up or took the lead in their series between Evil and him and Naito for at least in championship you know the championships because he did lose the title back at Dominion in July and then at Summer Struggle a month later in August, uh, Taitsuya won it back so they were even. And then this was the rubber match, and Naito picks up the victory, and he retains the titles. So that means he will move on to night two of Wrestle Kingdom to defend the world title, the heavyweight and the Intercontinental Championship against Jay White. As, however, because for some reason, Mr. Oh, sorry, I, I just messed up something on my on my own notes. 
Uh, so night two. Okay, well, immediately following that match, you know, of course, Jay White comes out. It's like, hey, I'm taking night night one off at Wrestle Kingdom because I I got the contract. I'm in the main event. So night one, I'm taking the night off. You, if you want to take, do whatever you want to want to do on night one. But night two, I'm taking the title because it's going to be me and you in the main event. Well, of course, we find out, you know, of course, you know, through translation and everything, that Mr. Nido wants to defend the titles on both nights at Russell Kingdom. And he wants to face Kota Ibushi night one for the heavyweight and intercontinental championship. He feels he has deserved the opportunity you know, being that he was, he's the G1 champion. He is, the G, he won the G1 tournament, and he should have the right to challenge for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship. And if that match was not made, that he would boycott the entire event. So, yeah, you kind of want to give that, you know, give your champion the opportunity to uh, prove that he should be, that he should beat the G1 champ. But and it's it's been a made official. So night one, we know that there will be two matches that are going on on night one. It will be Naito versus Ibushi for IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Champion. Chips are on the line, and then the winner of that match will face Jay White on night two in the main event for both titles. So. A lot of great things coming up in the month of January on January 4th and 5th. Uh, so buckle up. It's going to be an interesting month. We're under a month away or like under two months away. It's going to be a very interesting two months between now and January 4th and 5th. So buckle up. Uh, we do know that also uh, starting this Sunday. Uh, World Tag Team League and the Best of the Super Juniors will be underway. Uh, we know that for the tag title or the tag World Tag Team League, uh, they you know the winners of that get a tag World Tag Team title shot, the heavyweight tag team title shot. Uh, I believe it will be at Wrestle Kingdom, uh, as past winners have gotten the opportunity. Uh, we know here's the uh, current uh, list. For the teams that will be in the tag team tournament, and it will be a block style uh, tournament. So, like it was for the G1 tournament, it will be a block style. Uh, it will be what two, four, six, eight, uh, ten man team, or sorry, ten man, ten team block style. Uh, no different groups like it was for uh, like past years or whatnot. As it will be Juice Robinson and David Finley as a team. You should know Juice Robinson as uh, he was the fun-loving peace child over at NXT. Uh, you know that cared you know about the environment, and everything. He was down at NXT. You should remember him. Um, David Finley, son of Fit Finley. You know, my name is Finley, and I love to fight. You should know that one. Uh, Evo and Yuro Tanahashi will team up. Uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa will team up, or well, basically because they're Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, they're part of the tag team, World Tag Team League uh, tournament. 
uh, Tomo Ishii and Toro Yamo are a part of it. Uh, Tachi and uh, Zack Sabre Jr., uh, Hiroko Gaido, or Godo, and Yoshihashi, uh, Shingo, Tanga, Tangi, and Sanada are a team. Uh, Bad Luck, Fale, and Chase Owens, uh, the great Okan, and then Mystery Partner, and then Tangahashi and Tono, or Hiroshi Tangahashi and Tonohiri are the last team in the tournament. So, of course, block style. Everyone will face everyone. Most points will, or I want to say it's going to be the top two, will face each other uh, in the finals. Uh, it'll be December 11th, and they will. it will decide who will be facing the heavyweight chips at Wrestle Kingdom. So it should be a damn good tag team tournament and we'll be intermixing with the best of the super juniors 27 uh it will also go through uh november 15th through december 11th it will be a block style for that it will be robbie eagles show uh taji ishimor uh hiromo tanahashi he's pulling double duty um uh Ruski Tag G, I want to say I am, and just a fear, fear, you know, a warning for everything. I'm butchering these names. I know it, so I'm not the best person to to say names that are. <laughs> at least what I'm reading, it's hard for me to say these names a lot because it's it's just hard. Uh, Bushi, uh, El Desperado, Yoshi, Nobu. Uh, come on, I cannot say his name, it's bad. You know, it's bad. Uh, Doyuki and Master Wido are t you know, another 10 man uh group style block. It will another tournament with that for this best of the super juniors, and then of course, one last little tournament that was announced uh, the Super J Cup tournament. That one will be taking place at the LA Dojo in Los Angeles. So that one will be a little bit more local. Um, it will be a two, four, six. It'll be an eight-man tournament, single elimination, uh, like a true tournament. Uh, it's a one-day tournament. It will feature, and the bracket looks like this. It will be at the top. Clark Connors taking on Impact Wrestler slash WAC without a cause heavyweight champion of the world Chris Bay uh, yeah the, Chris Bay represented that WAC world title you know in, impact and of course being the former X division champ uh, now heading over to do some New Japan stuff and repping in the Super J Cup you know their cruiserweight division so it should be a damn good tournament um, ACH will take on TJP. The winner of the Bay Connors will face against the ACH TJP in the second round. And then, of course, the next, the last two single first round matchups, I should say. Uh, Ray Horace will take on Ga uh, Blake Christensen of Game Changer Wrestling. And then, of course, last year's winner, El Fantasmo, will take on. Leo Rush, and yes, the same Leo Rush from from NXT, uh, who was a cruiserweight champion uh, before he left, or, and he was the manager for uh, Bobby Lashley. 
So, yeah, that is your first round matchups there. Of course, the winner of the Phantasmo uh, Rush will take on Juarez and Christensen in the second round. Winner of that will face, you know, and so on and so on. Because it's it's a one-day tournament, so everyone's just going. It will happen. Uh, we'll have to double-check. Uh, we'll double-check to make sure. It'll probably be on the next show that I will tell you when you guys can check that out on for the Super Jacob. It's going to be great. But, of course, Chris Bay, the current WAC world champ. Oh! And it completely slipped my mind again for the third, for like the 15th time. Um, for the last little bit, because I had this in my notes, but since I just said without cause, uh, my buddy, my my buddy from over here at WAC without cause over here in Ever Washington, you guys should really check that out online. Um, he is having another, his third without a crowd show. Uh, and don't know where it's located, don't know where it's filmed, but they are doing somewhat like WWE's with, you know, no fans and, you know, fans. They're doing a Twitch stream. Uh, it will happen this Sunday, or oh, sorry, not this Sunday. It will happen on Survivor Series Sunday uh, on the 22nd, 3 p.m. Pacific time. You can go and rewatch the past shows, and you can go and check that out on the twi on Twitch. Just search for Mr. Max Wrestling WA. You can go and check that out. Again, want to give a little shout out to our boys over at WAC Without a Cause and my boy Max, the boss. So, yeah, you can guys go and check that out. This, not, I keep saying this. I don't know why. My brain, the days have just mashed together, you know, this whole pandemic thing. I swear to God. But yeah, uh, the 22nd Survivor Series Sunday will be the third live, you know, you know, it will be live on Twitch, uh, the third without a crowd show. But you can go out and check the first two episodes of that on Max's Twitch channel. Go and say hi for me. From with from your boys over here at Flex Network, um, and that actually that's it for the uh, New Japan stuff. You know, let's get out of the land of the rising sun. Let's get out of here. Let's head back to the states because we still got a lot of stuff we got to talk about quickly for what's going on on WWE programming. What went down on the Blue Brand this past week? Uh, SmackDown. We're just gonna run through the car quick. Uh, may have I may stop and may have some thoughts on a couple things. Uh, Sasha defending her newly won SmackDown Women's Championship against Bailey, and Banks actually broke the curse. Her the the curse of she cannot defend a, a women's title ever. Uh, at least on the main roster, uh, she beat Bailey with the bank statement, made her quit. Uh, and broke her curse. She is now curse free of you know, the world titles. Um, and of course, afterwards, Carmella comes out and attacks her on the stage. You know, look, probably looking like that's going to be a setup for after Survivor Series, uh, probably heading into TLC. Um, King Court, we had two, three, we had three qualifying matches for the Survivor Series teams, uh, two of the men and 
one of the women. Uh, we had King Corbin taking on Rey Mysterio. Uh, Rey Mysterio does not pick up the victory thanks to some distractions from Seth and the family and everything going on with that situation. Uh, King Corbin is now part of the men's Survivor Series team for SmackDown. Uh, Seth Rollins beat Otis in somewhat similar fashion with thanks to uh, Murphy causing a distraction and seemingly joining back up with the Messiah as his disciple again. And Seth Rollins is now part of Survivor Series for the men's team. And then in a weird situation from backstage from before the show, uh, Natalia was trying to get on the Survivor Series team herself. And we had Ruby and Zelina, you know, vying for like, you know what? I, I want to join Survivor Series, the, the team. So, of course, uh, management decides, you know what? We have another triple threat match. Winner joins the team. And we had triple threat uh, between Ruby, Natalia, and Zelina. Uh, Ruby, you know, sorry. Natalia locking on a submission, you know, the sharpshooter on Zelina. And then Ruby comes in to lock in a submission on her own. Kind of like an old Austin and and or sorry, the old Jericho and Chris Benoit uh, submission on uh, Stone Stone Cold back in 2001, where one would have like or Jericho would have the walls, Benoit would have the crossface, and but Natalia let go of the of the sharpshooter, which left Ruby with her submission on and caused uh, Zelina to tap. So. Yeah, Natalia got robbed a little bit for the plain fact that, she, yeah, she had the submission in first, but, and Zelina was going to tap with one hand, with her other, with one hand, and then Ruby comes in the back door and locks in a submission on her. And, you know, Zelina held on for a little bit longer until, you know, of course, Natalia lets go of the sharpshooter, which means that Ruby's uh, sharp, you know, submission is the one that is going to get her the victory because she tapped out to Ruby. So, unfortunately for Natalia, you know, second time in a row, she's come up short to join the team. Um, and then, of course, main event, Jey Uso taking on Kevin Owens, uh, repping the family again, you know, Kevin Owens, you know, throwing a little shade at Paul Heyman, you know, you know, shouldn't be Paul Heyman's job to get the coffee. And Jay, yeah, yeah, just a whole lot of, you know, now we're in the after effects of, you know, Jay joining Roman and how he has to rep, rep the fam and, you know, get the respect and everything with the fam. So uh, Jay picks up the victory over Kevin Owens, thanks to distractions from Roman's music hitting and then everything that went with that. But that was SmackDown this past week. Um Let's head on over to that Monday Night Raw and talk what went down on the red brand this past week. Uh, I, I'm still calling him Matt Riddle, but technically he is now Riddle uh, taking on Elias and Jeff Hardy to get the final spot in the Raw Survivor Series team. So he joins AJ, Keith, Sheamus, and Braun. That is a beast of a team right there. I mean, SmackDown kind of looking a little on the flimsy side a little bit. Just saying. 
Raw kind of brings, you know, is bringing the beef. I mean, you got AJ, the flyer, you got Keith, Sheamus, and Braun, the muscle, and the monsters, and you got Matt Riddle, the, the technician. So the, the scrappy little UFC, you know, technician kind of guy. So they look stacked, but of course, not all the time the monster the Braun always wins the Survivor Series matches. So, I mean, if you go back to what, 2005, you had SmackDown taking on Raw, and Raw had Shawn Michaels, Carlito, uh, Big Show, Kane. Yeah, Big Show, Kane, Mass, Mass, you know, Shawn. Oh, yeah, Carlito and Masters repping Team Raw. And then you had Batista, Mysterio, Orton, Lashley, and JBL for SmackDown. Raw had the stacked talent on just on Muscle and Braun alone with uh, Big Show and Kane, and they didn't win as Orton was the sole survivor of that night. Um, for Team SmackDown. But yeah, so that's it's going to be a very interesting Survivor Series uh, men's matchup this year. Uh, moving on, Raw. Uh, Shayna Baszler taking on Lana. <laughs> and lo and behold, again, I mean, Lana being a little pit bull, just going at it and with Shayna, but it didn't last long. Uh, Shayna makes Lana pass out in slash tap out. Uh, Lana loses um they were going to try to put her through a table but thanks to the other members of the women's team they stopped her. it's like hey we gotta get on the same page we're a team you know it's like okay you know they back down from that um fortunately enough uh later in the night we had oscar taking on nia jacks non-title uh Unfortunately for Miss Jax, she lost via disqualification. All hell breaks loose. And Lana, or sorry, Naya, you know, potentially may have injured one of her teammates in Mandy Rose. Um, we don't know how serious it is. It may just be, you know, a stinger. But and then afterwards. For not the first, not the second, not the third, not the fourth, not the fifth, not the sixth, not even the seventh time, but for the eighth time in a row, eight straight weeks, Lana went through an announce table via Samoan drop from Nia Jax. I do not know what is going on. I've lost I've lost all sense of reality with this whole thing of why in the blue hell are we still seeing Naya Samoan drop Lana through an announce table? I I've lost count. I I have no reason for it now. I mean one is, you know, going through one time is one thing. You know, you're angry at her, you know, for costing you a match or something. Two times. 
I could see that, you know, interference cost, you know, maybe costing you a match and you just want to get payback at her three times. Okay. Now we're getting a little stingy. It's like, okay. All right. Uh, and the fact that, you know, she joined team raw for the team and like, okay, whatever, but four, five, what the heck's going on? Okay. It's like, you got a vendetta against this girl. Six is like, seriously. What did she do? Did she steal the last, you know, ma- you know, bagel at catering? Did she, you know, hog the bathroom at the Amway Center? Did she, you know, say something mean about your your makeup seven times? What, she make fun of your, you know, your tights or something? What's going on? Eight times? Eight times. Now it's just getting like, okay, you're seriously trying to hurt Lana and put her out. It's not funny. I mean, it's funny, but it's like, seriously, what else did she do to you? Did she not like something on Instagram for you? She'd said something bad about you on TikTok, on Twitter? I mean, come on. Oh, just just crazy. I would not be surprised next week I'm coming on the show and I say for the ninth time. That's something happened. Or even by the time we get to Survivor Series, we say 10 or 11. It would be crazy, but literally, it's 2020. And if I've said it once, I'll say it again. If it's been said once here on the Flex Network, it will be say again. Because 2020. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Literally. Literally, anything is possible in this year. But, uh, and then, of course, last two matches of the night we'll go through quick. Mustafa taking on Ricochet. Uh, Mustafa picks up the victory in his match against Ricochet, uh, trying to somewhat maybe even recruit him a little bit. I don't know. And then tag, six-man tag of the former world champ, the current tag team champions of Drew McIntyre and the New Day taking on Miz and Morrison and the current reigning WWE champion Randy Orton uh, Drew McIntyre and the New Day picking up the victory over Miz, Morrison and Orton Uh, we do know that the New Day will take on Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin this coming Monday for the tag team titles uh, for the, and to represent Raw for the Raw side of the tag team ter- uh, championships match uh, between Raw and SmackDown. So a lot of things could change. Some things can change. Uh, and then, of course, uh, and also we know that next week we will have a WWE championship match. Uh, Randy Orton will defend the title against Drew McIntyre. And this could also change the, the, or sorry, the winner of this match will also change the match between Roman and the SmackDown Universal Champion chip match at Survivor Series as it will, you know, the Raw champ will face the SmackDown World Champ at, at Survivor Series. So a lot of, you know, things could change between now and, uh, or not really now, but 
things could change next Monday. We could have new tag champs. We could have a new world champ. We could have new champs for both or one or none. So we got a lot. We got some things to see this coming Monday night on Raw. Uh, let's head over to the black and gold brand of what went down at NXT uh, last night. Uh, literally, to start the show, we had Johnny Gargano put up the North American title against a new guy. Someone we haven't seen. Uh, Leon Ruff. Okay? And... Not even by choice. I mean, he decided to let the wheel decide what was going to happen. And, yeah, the wheel kind of looked like it was a little bit weighted on both sides to where you spun it and then got to a certain point. Oh, we're going to go the other way. No, we're going to go back. And it lands on, on a tape name of Leon Ruff. Now... Johnny had the match in tow. You know, he was playing with his food a little bit more than usual, uh, trying to break his own curse of not def successfully defending his titles uh, on the first defense, like Sasha Banks. I mean, he held the North American title. He lost it. He had the world title. He lost it to Adam Cole. First defense. So now he's the two-time North American champ. Well, he's got to defend it. And break his own curse. Apex, obviously, Leon Ruff is the, the winner of the, the spin of a wheel. But, of course, we get the former champ, the, and Damian Priest, you know, show up, you know, behind, you know, plexiglass, a cage, turns, you know, walks around, it's like, hey, I'm right here. It's like, dude, causes more of a distraction. Leon Ruff rolls up Johnny Gargano, and we have a new North American champion. Wait, did I just say new North American champion? Yes, I did. North, the biggest upset in NXT history. A virtual unknown beats the first ever Triple Crown champion in NXT history. The first ever two-time, two-time North American champion, Johnny Gargano, in his first title defense of his second reign. Literally, I... I what the f***? I mean, I couldn't have written that thing any better. I mean, to add insult to injury. Not only do you lose the title, but you lose the title to a virtual unknown. Wow. And then after, you know, afterwards, you know, celebration in the back, you know, I mean, literally the kid won't put the belt on, put the title on. Priest, you know, lifts up his hand in victory. He's like, yeah, you won. Congratulations, man. He, he holds on to the belt. His hands raised and the belt, the title belt just drops like he, like a little kid. It's like a little brother wearing, you know, big boy clothes. He's holding on to it. And then the second he lets go of it, it just drops. This is why you don't give children big title belts. They drop. <laughs> but yeah, in the back, you know, and then in the back, he's like, you know, celebrating. And then Priest is like, you know what? I know, you know, this is a great moment for you, kid. Congratulations. But 
in about a few seconds, little baby Johnny's going to be coming through that curtain, and he's pissed. So here's a you know, dark challenger. Here's the keys. Dark challenger. Just drive and go. Just go. And he's like, oh, run. And everything back there, Johnny's just pissed off. He's like, I need to, you know, that match didn't happen. I'm still a champion. Do your job, legal. You cost, you know, priest, you cost this, blah, blah, blah. It's like trying to fight is like, dude, you made your own match. You set your own bet rules and you still lost. You picked your own challenger, essentially, and you lost. Good God. Oh, that, that, I, I've been enjoying what's going on in NXT. If I haven't been more clear about this, I love what's going on in NXT. It's, it's entertainment very much for me. Uh, Cruiserweight title was on the line. Uh, literally, we had three title matches going up for grabs. We had North American, the Cruiserweight, and the NXT tag team titles. Um, Cruiserweight title. Damn good cruiserweight action with Santos Escobar taking on Jake Atlas. Uh, back and forth, a lot of craziness. Uh, Santos retains again the cruiserweight championship. One-on-one um, -on -one opportunity for Candace to take on Tony Storm in her in another in a great matchup. Uh, Candice LeRae beats Tony Storm. And we find out that the ghost face that has been helping the Garganos, you know, at Halloween Havoc, given Johnny the, the NXT championship and helping Candace up the ladder in an attempt to win the women's title. And then last week when we saw Candace destroy Shotzi's tank was none other than Andy Hartwell. Figure that was going to come up. Um, and then one-on-one -on -one action, we had Timothy Thatcher taking on Dexter Loomis. Um, Timothy Thatcher just beating up on Dexter. I mean, it was back and forth. Uh, Thatcher picks up the victory. And then the tag team title match, the main event, uh, as Larkin and Bur Birch taking on the former champs, Breezango, and their rematch, I would say, uh, as Oni and Danny Birch, Oni Larkin and Danny Birch, retain the titles uh, with more chaos and destruction of Pat McAfee and... Uh, hold on. <laughs> Pete Dunn, sorry. Yeah, Pete Dunn and... Pat McAfee caused more chaos. And then, of course, we had um, Spud coming on down. Yeah, yeah, Spud. I remember the Spud from TNA. I literally cannot at the moment. It's like, I feel like I'm losing my mind right now with thinking. Uh, where's my NX past it? Oh, yeah. Drake Maverick. Yeah, Drake. Coming down and, you know, helping out. Trying, It's like just a lot of chaos that went went down at the end of NXT with everyone, with all the, the tag champs. But, yeah, that was NXT this past week. Uh, Dynamite literally was a Dynamite this past week. Uh, we'll close out with a little bit of that, and then we'll go through the updated card for Survivor Series. R and 
get you another last little bit uh, for another wheel spin. Uh, Dynamite this past week, we had Brian Cage taking on Matt Seidel. Uh, Brian Cage picks up the victory. The Natural Nightmares taking on Butcher and Blade in a bunkhouse match. A come dress as you are bunkhouse brawl. Literally, that match has not, I have not seen a bunkhouse match in a long time. As crazy as can be. Uh, and it, literally, it was crazy. Uh, you had Bunny go through the you know alley, go through a table. Just, just craziness. I love those matches. Uh, Natural Nightmares picking up the victory over Butcher and Blade. Uh, Sean Spears beats Scorpio Sky in one-on-one action. Uh, Tay Connie defeated Red, Red Velvet. And just how Red Velvet comes out is just funny to me. You know, straight out of your mama's kitchen, Red Velvet. Really? Okay, interesting, you know, intro. And then, of course, brother against brother, Pentagon defeating Phoenix in singles action. Not bad for the post-full uh, gear show. A lot of great things coming out of that. We know that, uh, or actually, well, Pack is back, baby. Uh, as we know that next week he'll take on the Blade in one-on-one action. Uh, Orange Cassidy will take on Kip Saban. The Bucks will take on Top Flight in a non-title match. Uh, Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes will tag team against Cage and Ricky Starks of Team Taz. And I guess the inner circle is going to Vegas, everybody. Which, of course, has been, you know, was funner than hell. Uh, to see MJF getting, you know, introduced into the uh, inner circle was a hoot and a half. Uh, and then we do know that December 2nd, literally, uh, one, two, three weeks from last night. So three weeks from last night, uh, on December 2nd, to kick off the month of December, uh, we will have ourselves an AEW world title match between Mox, the current champion, and Kenny, the cleaner, Omega which is going to be a hell of a good match. If their last match was any indication, the last time it was, you know, literally crazy. This time around, it's going to be proven who's going to be, who's the number one man and who, you know, no weapons this time around as it's a straight up wrestling match. But let's see what's going to happen as Mox will defend the world title against the cleaner Kenny Omega. And that is dynamite for the week. Uh, let's. I'm gonna have a couple last little things, and then we will get on out of here for the week. Um, I the updated card that we know for Survivor Series coming up in two in ten days. Uh, we know Team Raw. It will be AJ styles keith lee sheamus braun Strowman, and riddle taking on team smackdowns kevin owens jay uso corbin rollins and one last member hopefully it will be named this week on smackdown uh, the women's side of the the survivor series uh matchup is uh 
for Raw, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Lana taking on SmackDown's Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, and three open spots left. Um, we'll probably find that out this week. Also, of who's joining Team Raw or Team SmackDown for the the women's five on five Survivor Series elimination match. Uh, the Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn will take on Raw's U.S. Champ Bobby Lashley. Tag Team Championships uh, are will face each other as it will be SmackDown Street Profits taking on either the New Day or the Hurt Business. We'll find out on Raw this coming week. Uh, the Women's Champions will go heads up as it will be Raw's Asuka taking on SmackDown's Sasha Banks. And then the World Champs will go heads up. It will be the Universal Champion Roman Reigns taking on either Randy Orton or Drew McIntyre, as we'll find out who will be the WWE Champion this coming Monday night on Raw. Uh, that is it for everything, literally. Uh, but before we head out, I'm going to give you guys another Survivor Series, what you need, you know, get you more into that mood for Survivor Series. So let's let's have another pay-per-view slash match re you know rewatch spin here because let's bring up my wheel. Intern, I said bring up my wheel. You know, the thing that goes I, wheel. I, I said give me the wheel. Thank you. I feel like I have to, you know, do not make me choke slam you. I will choke slam you. But yes, we have ourselves a wheel. And of course, we took out, or we will ignore the 1994 Survivor Series because we've already talked about that last time. So, if it happens to land on that again, we will just spin again. Hopefully we won't have to. But, of course, we have pretty much everything with Undertaker on here because, of course, we know that at Survivor Series, it will be Undertaker's last hurrah. And, you know what? Well, rather than talk about it, let's just get into it. Because, here we go! Oh, 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 I knew we were probably going to get this one. So, you know, this one. 2003. Oh, my goodness. What a year that was. I love 2003's Survivor Series. It is has to be one of my favorite Survivor Series out there. Because this was the first ever Survivor Series I actually got to watch from beginning to end. It was unbelievable. And I love, you know, literally, Survivor Series 03, I love that one. It was, you know, it had, literally, one of the best ones I ever saw. 
uh, beside, you know, that I actually got to sit down and watch from beginning to end at, on that Sunday in November on 2003, November 16th. It was awesome. But let's get down to the, let's run down a little bit of the card for you because this card was awesome. To say the least. I mean, you're talking uh, on Sunday Night Heat. You had the Cruiserweight Championship match. You had Tajiri, Jamie Noble on the main cards. You had uh, two Survivor Series style matchups. Now, this wasn't brand related. This was separate, you know, brands uh, specific uh, match, you know, inner brand Survivor Series matchups. We had a SmackDown one. We had Team Angle with Kurt Angle, Bradshaw, before he was JBL, uh, Chris Benoit, uh, Hardcore Holly, and the Dr. Thugonomics, John Cena, taking on Team Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, uh, that had Brock Lesnar, A-Train, The Big Show, Nathan Jones, and Matt Morgan. And remember how I said earlier in the show with how the bronze teams norm sometimes don't win. This was one because this Brock Lesnar team was stacked and jacked. You had Lesnar, the WWE champion. You had a train, you know, AKA Albert, AKA tight C not earth or shoot. Not, not to say, uh, Tenzai, sorry. AKA Tenzai. Uh, Big Show, the U.S. champ, Nathan Jones. Uh, if you remember WrestleMania 19, he was tag team partners of The Undertaker. And you had Matt Morgan, the stuttering Matt Morgan, who is now, what, governor I, or mayor? I forgot where. But I, literally, actually, let, let me double check. But he's a he's in office somewhere. Uh, do, 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 uh, yeah, 2017. Oh, yeah, no, he's mayor of Longwood, Florida. So, yeah, he is mayor. He is currently a mayor right now, uh, in Longwood, Florida. So, yeah, a former mayor now, or not a current mayor right now. That was a team right there. And you would think that that was just going to, you know, Lesnar was just going to steamroll. No. No. Uh, women's title was on the line. You had Lita taking on Maho or Molly Holly trying to win the title, the women's championship. That was exclusive to Raw. Uh, ambulance match. You had Kane and Shane O'Mac. That was a crazy match right there on its own. You thought their match at Unforgiven was, you know, the last man standing was insane. Whoo. This took it to another level. Of craziness. Uh, it's SmackDown, or sorry, the WWE Tag Team Championships. Not the World Tag Team titles that were on Raw, but the SmackDown ver uh, Tag Team titles. Uh, the Bashams as champs taking on Los Guerreros and Chavo and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, the Raw side of the Survivor Series uh, elimination match. You had Team Bischoff with Jericho, Christian, Mark Henry, Randy Orton, and Scott Steiner taking on Team Austin and Booker T, the Dudley Boys, Rob, sorry, Rob Van Dam, 
and Shawn Michaels. And this one had the interesting step that if Austin's team won, then Austin would have free ring again to whoop ass as he sees fit without being physically provoked to attack any Raw superstar. But if Austin team loses, he had to step down as co-general manager of Raw. So, the 03 was one of the best years because you had the Austin and Bischoff as co-general managers. You had Steph as the the SmackDown general manager, and then it was quietly, you know, then it was changed over to uh, Paul Heyman in October. Um, but just a lot of great things that went went down at uh, in 03. and then of course you had the buried alive match with the Undertaker taking on Mr. McMahon. And this was the last time, at least until this past WrestleMania, that we got to see Biker Undertaker, the American badass, as unfortunately, thanks to his brother Kane, helped Mr. McMahon bury the Undertaker alive, which equally set up the return of a dead man to WrestleMania 20, uh, WrestleMania 20 at MSG. So, damn. And then, of course, for the World Heavyweight Championship in the main event, you had Goldberg as champion taking on Triple H. So this card was stacked, guys. I mean, literally. And the theme for this Survivor Series was Limp Biscuits. Uh, oh, shoot. Uh, oh, God. I, I Oh, Build a Bridge. It was a, I had to like go through like the lyrics in my head and like try to remember. But yeah, Limp Biscuits, Build a Bridge, and it fit with Survivor this year's Survivor Series with 2003. It was awesome. If you guys go out and search on YouTube for like the the commercials for the uh for like the card and everything, it just fits so well. But but yeah, that is going to be it for me. That is it. We are done. For this week, as we are on the road to Survivor Series, this is going to be a bumpy ride as we head down the road. So, as used before we peace on out of here, got a little stuff to plug. Uh, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe, and share us with everyone that you know and love. Share us with all your wrestling fans that you know that love wrestling as we're coming on here every single Thursday to talk wrestling with you guys. You should be following us at the Flex Network one on Twitter for your fantasy football and football needs. And on the other side of the spectrum, you should be following us at FlexNet underscore PW Elite for your wrestling content on Twitter. And then, of course, you should be following us at or on Facebook at the Flex Network. We're there, of course, every week for your football and face football content and your wrestling stuff too. And then, of course, our YouTube pages. You can find us at Flex Network uh, and Flex Network Wrestling. That's where we'll be broadcasting all of our stuff. Uh, I will be back next Wednesday for on Flex Network for. 
uh, our NFL Week in Review show. We'll look back at Week 10 and look ahead to Week 11. And then, of course, I'll be back here. Or, and that will be at uh, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Uh, make sure you guys come and check that out. And then, of course, I'll be back next week on Thursday with another edition of the Wrestling Weekend Review Show here at 6.30 Pacific time. So that is going to be it for me, guys. I will check you guys out next week. So that is going to be it. I am the snowman, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. Oh, this has been the Pro Wrestling Weekend Review Show. You got some fellow Canadians. But when you're from Calgary, where's that? Alberta, Canada. A one way first class ticket to Larryland. What is it with you folks coming to Florida? Stay in your own country. This is the Flex Network. <laughs> This is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. Why me? Why me? Why me? Don't blame Canada. Blame yourself. Feels like showtime every minute to me. I can't help it. No, 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 no. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Ta-ta for now. We're out of time. Good night on Nitro. The preceding announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Well, you're welcome, Jurassic slap ass.